0: I, I introduced myself as um, elder and also director of youth programs for the Coffee Oasis. Uh, today, um, I decided that I hadn't had enough work uh, this week, so I, as a elder, decided to talk about work today. Um, I, I was looking around and. I found this survey. Um, We are always talking about how to uh, make this a place within youth programs that we understand why we're here and uh, what we're doing and uh, how to better experience for an employee. And I found this survey. And uh, it's a survey from Tiny Pulse. Their goal was to survey individuals and find out uh, why people love their job. And they wanted to can it, package it, and sell it uh, to other companies so uh, they could reproduce this idea of why people love their job. Um, So of uh, 40,000 employees uh, polled 300 companies worldwide, polled for this survey. Top five answers on the board. Uh, why people uh, love their job. Uh, anyone want to take a guess? Was that? Money? Money? Eh, not even on the board. <coughs> Come on. It's an interactive sport today. Uh, joy. joy? What do you mean by joy? Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Um, Close. Oh, You're close. Oh, close Serving, others. Serving others? Well, there are others involved in it. Number two reason is because they enjoyed the people that we, they worked with, was their overall uh, joy. That's satisfying. That's satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> Three you, bone. Uh, number, number one answer. Uh, they. They take enjoyment in what they are doing. At at one time I was an illustrator and that's what I went into and that's what I took joy in. Uh, Number two was the people that uh, they worked with. Uh, Number three, the culture of the organization. They liked the environment that the organization had built. Um, Number four, Variety in their job. It wasn't a constant, never-changing environment, but it was an environment that they could try new things, do new things, and they enjoyed that. Number five, uh, challenges in the workplace. Employees uh, in this survey didn't want to come into to the status quo, They wanted to be challenged by their work. Uh, And thus far, thus in that challenge, they found excitement in their job. Having said all this, the same 40,000 employees stated that only 40% of them felt engaged at work. Only 40% of them When they came to work, they felt like they were present at work. Um, Today, I'm going to speak a little bit about employment and speak a little bit about um, what brings us pleasure at work. And this isn't my sermon. Um, uh, This isn't... um, something I thought of. It's a little daunting that for last for last ser- uh, service and this sermon I have been sitting in the room with the guy that wrote these things. Um, th- this uh, idea of excellence in the workplace is a part of Coffee Oasis core values. It's one of five core values that we have. Um, and The Coffee Oasis, on a weekly basis, we uh, get a communique. This tells the who, what, where, and why of what's going on uh, in the Coffee Oasis. And along with that communique, uh, we uh, do a core value lesson. For the last 10 weeks, we have been going over excellence in the workplace um, and today i 'm actually going to take snippets from that uh, those lessons don 't worry i 'm not going to cram all ten weeks into thirty minutes um, the i i was uh, i 've worked here at the coffee oasis for uh, quite a while and in um, Before working here, I was a volunteer for seven or eight years uh, before my first employment here. And again, going through these uh, lessons um, challenged me in what I'm doing on a weekly basis. Um, So it, it caused me to speak about this subject. I also did not meet with some of my staff this week, so this counts as your one-on-one, one. Um, um, but you can't clock it on your, uh, hours. Um, um, <clears throat> one of the, one of the things that I like to do is define terms. We're talking about excellence in the workplace, and I, I want to define what I mean by that. Um, being a pastor and elder, also being part of a faith-based organization, being a Christian for 20 years or more, um, I like to take my lead by God's word, uh, and let's take a look at what God's word says about excellence in the workplace. Uh, we're going to start in First 1 Corinthians 10.31. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. So, according to this verse, what is excellence? What is our standard for excellence? Remember, interactive sport. What is our standard uh, standard of excellence? You guys awake? Come on. Let me read the verse again for those that are shy. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. What is the standard of excellence? The glory of God. That's our standard of excellence uh, within our workplace. It, you may have goals, you may have outcomes, you may have procedures or, uh, or whatever within your workplace. But ultimately, as a child of God, this is uh, your overall standard of excellence this right here, the glory of God um, what the standard of uh, of God is really his character and his nature this the character and nature of God um, who makes him who he is and and this is what I want to talk about. Uh, today, how does this standard of nature and character of a God affect our workplace day in and day out? First of all, uh, let me ask the question. How many of you guys wake up at O Dark Thirty to head to work and think of yourself going to work as I'm going to reflect the glory of God, how many of you wake up in the morning, climb in your car after your fifth cup of coffee, and head to work going i 'm going to glorify God today in my workplace this isn 't uh, for me this is a is a constant battle for a mindset uh, to have Christ's glory in my life as the first and primary thing. And I know that is probably a struggle that you guys face each and every day. So, what would motivate a person um, to find God's glory in the middle of their workplace? Um most of the time uh I, I cry out to God when something goes bad. you know I uh uh come to work and someone misses their ship shift it throws my whole day off, and I have to go cover someone uh you know all of a sudden, God is present in my workplace uh but that, that isn't the nature of what should motivate us. What should motivate us should be the character of who he is. I want you to uh, come with me on a little bit of a jaunt today. Uh, we're going to be in uh, Romans eleven thirty three through 36. Um, it reads, Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments in his past beyond tracing out. Who has ever known the mind of the Lord? Or who has ever been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay him? For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. We we look at this verse and we see a God that is huge. We see a God that, uh, I, I love the uh, phraseology, everything comes from him and through him and to him. And, uh I guess what I would like to say is, when I come to work, I want to be interacting with this God. Because he's worthy to be interacting with. When I come to work, I want to know the God that is really hard for me to attain and hold on to. Because he's so vast. Um... I want to come to work just like I come home, just like I come to church, and be immersed in a God that uh, I am in love with and in wonder after. And this, this character of God, this amazing character of God, is what would cause us to reflect his glory. Because we're awe inspired, what would motivate us to reflect Him would be the opportunity just to be immersed in Him. Um, my wife takes baths; I don't. Uh, I'm a I'm a five minutes guy. I'm in. I'm out. Um, uh, my wife, uh, I'm a router out. Uh, I don't know a, a bath that doesn't take 45 minutes at the still house. Um, it's, it's this idea of us climbing in the tub of the Lord and having him completely cover us and really soak up who we, his nature and character is. And by doing that, we get a little giddy and we splash. God is great. We get a little giddy and we splash. And the idea that that being bathed in him splashes over to those around you in your workplace. It spills over. And how it shows itself is... Is that you do everything unto the Lord? And that's a fancy, those are fancy words. Sorry, let me make it plain. We're making a milkshake and you hand it over the counter, you're giving it to the Lord. Wouldn't that change how you made that milkshake if that was your mindset? you're meeting with an employee, um, and you're thinking God is in the room, and all you want is that employee to see God that's in the room. Wouldn't that change the nature of your meeting? Um, you know, I've had many jobs over the years, um, I worked as Alaskan fisherman uh, for nine months. Uh, I swang, swung a hammer on Bainbridge Island as a framer uh, for several years. Um, you know, I, I went to art school thinking that I would become an artist. And uh, I realized that uh, God's will wasn't for me to be an artist so he's led me on many different adventures over the years. And uh, some <laughs> jobs have been uh, tens, complete satisfaction, beautiful. Others have been twos, and they've been a struggle each and every day. I also have spent um, only three of my maybe 17, 18 jobs over the years, have uh, only been in faith-based organizations, three of 17. So I have been used to being me with Christ in front of a lot of people that don't maybe share the same belief that I do. Um, All of those jobs and all of those work experiences have had two things in common. One God provided that job for me. He placed me there. He provided. I worked as as an optical lab before working here. And my wife uh, would hear me grumble from time to time. Uh, And I think she thought, "How? why is this maniac working here? And every day I thought, Thank you, Lord, for providing for my household. Um, That was one thing they all had in common. The second, I always saw that those jobs were a mission job. Whether light or dark, whether easy or hard, I was there as the reflection of Christ. Christ. Um, I, uh, uh, teased Dave a little bit cause he's in the office and he picked on me drinking soda last week. Um, I worked, one of my first jobs here was working in the kitchen, uh, here. And I worked here for about nine months and I think I let it slip, uh, at some function that I hated my time working here in the kitchen. Um, and he goes, and Dave, being true to Dave, he goes, why you did it so well? <laughs> and um, the, the contributing factor was uh, food service wasn't my, my niche. Uh, however, food service was an opportunity to serve the Lord and glorify him for that short season. Um, it's only possible if to glorify or reflect the Lord if we are enamored by him in daily uh, bathing in his presence and finding, being relishing in his character and nature. Um. And I do this different ways um, i I carry some weight around here during the week, uh, and I mean that both by title but also by responsibility. Um, I work with a lot of very um, very much hurting uh, individuals, and that comes with some costs personally uh, sometimes um, and Uh, sometimes people come up to me and I have my headphones on at my computer. And I'm there with my headphones on at my computer because I'm playing worship music because it's been a bad day. Um, And all I want to do is find refuge in the Lord and in his presence. I want to be refilled by joy of just being connected to the sovereign God. Um, Most of my employees here um, are used to seeing me travel around with this uh, each and every day. I usually have a little tan bag uh, and I um, carry this pad. A lot of times when I go into a meeting, I have verses at the top of the pad. I know that I need to, I am reflecting Christ to my fellow employees. That means I need to be fed by Christ. And he has to be foremost in my uh, thinking. Um, Because if I'm not being filled by him, I'm not splashing. I'm not overflowing him. Um, I'm known to take walks. Things get heavy. Uh, I walk and I pray. Uh, I also am known to uh, share uh, a marketing closet sometimes with Dave. uh, Or uh, also, uh, along with a lot of receipts in my wallet, I carry a couple verses. Uh, You'll hear one of them I meditate on uh, a little later in this time. How do we reflect him in our workplace we reflect him in our workplace by uh, being enamored by him being awe of him and by that us being changed in the inner being to look like him Um, um do we Do we have this kind of mindset when we head to work um, are l- like me sometimes are you caught up with the lowly things of life instead of being uh, your eyes focused on the heavenly things when you 're at work uh, do you a uh, few years ago uh, more than a few years ago. Uh, there was sin that creeped into my life. And that sin creeped into my life, and I brought that sin here to work. Um, and though on the outside, I I looked very much like I do now. Um, uh, same mannerisms, same bad jokes uh, that I uh, say now. But on the inside... I was pursuing something other than Christ. And I brought it here. And the reason behind that being allowed to happen was Christ was way out here in my perception, and I was far away from him. One of the ways it's helped me to uh, glorify the Lord is realizing that Christ is right here. And everything I do, Christ is right here, right besides me. Uh, and I got a verse that uh, speaks to that. Colossians 3, uh, 23 and 24. Whatever you do, work at it uh, with all your heart as working to the Lord. Uh, not for human masters, since you know what you receive uh, is an inheritance uh, from the Lord as your reward. It is the Lord Christ uh, who are, you are serving. Um, it's this idea that anything we do we're doing this in relationship to God that is again whether you're swinging a hammer whether you're in the shipyard in a very dark place whether you're in the classroom whatever you do you're doing it in front of the Lord and you're doing it as you would be to him it it shapes uh how you go about your work day so why would why would someone uh be motivated uh to uh, have this nature? why would someone be motivated uh to um do this Have this mindset. Um, Westminster Catechism uh, teaches this, and he puts it this way. Uh, Man's chief end, or man's purpose, is to gratify God and enjoy him forever. Man's chief purpose is to gratify God and enjoy him forever. This idea that uh, first our uh, purpose is to really know him and understand him and reflect him. But what we're uh, reflecting is just our enjoyment of him. And I I don't know about you, I don't do things that I don't enjoy. I look for every purpose not to do those things. Uh, I look for every reason to not do things that I don't enjoy. And I think you probably are the same way. How do I reflect uh, God in the workplace? It's because I enjoy him. And because uh, I enjoy him, it makes easy to make him known and make him seen. Um. I I use this example from time to time. I was five years old, and my uncle sent me a big will. Uh, I had moved up here from uh, Cali for the first time, and I was away from home and things I knew, and my uncle, knowing my parents didn't have money at the time, sent me a big will. He didn't know what he was uh, doing, for me, a big wheel was transportation, and I used to ride that thing for miles. Uh, my parents often would come looking for me. Um, I got this big wheel, and no one had problems knowing what was my favorite toy. Because uh, I would bug everyone. It would be, this is my big wheel. Come see my big wheel. It was no problem for me to share that joy because it was my joy. And a lot of times I think we have issue in reflecting uh, Christ in our workplace. Uh, One, because we're not in his presence reveling in him. The second, it hasn't given in being in his presence we're not taking joy in that presence. And as we're immersed, it isn't giving us the giggles that cause us to splash over the edges um, of that bathtub. Um, are you enjoying your job? Are you enjoying God in your job? Um, One last verse, uh, and then I'm going to pull us uh, uh, and close us. Um, Romans twelve one Romans twelve one. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true uh, and proper worship. This idea of, uh, I urge you, brothers, to because of God's mercy, to give your life as a sacrifice, as a uh, uh, instrument of worship, is your workplace a place to worship? Um, worship is simply this: worship is a response to God's mercy. Can you respond to God's mercy in your workplace? Worship is a response with your whole life. It isn't a Sunday morning thing. It isn't a household uh, thing. It's your whole life. And work, employment is part of your life. Can you worship Him there? Worship is demonstrated through what we do. It isn't just the words that we say or the things that we believe. Are those things that we believe in giving back to the Lord reflected in what we do? Uh, and that includes in our workplace. Um, I was uh, thinking of this analogy. Um, you know, sometimes we think it's acceptable not to bring Christ to our workplace. Let me put it in a different context. Um, Come in, we're all here on Sunday morning. We have the opportunity to worship the Lord, or we have the opportunity not to worship the Lord. When we come here on Sunday morning, we can be about, uh, I didn't like that song that played. Or, hey, look at him. Over there. Or man, the color of this carpet is terrible. Our eyes could be anywhere other than the Lord. And we can miss being in his presence. Dwelling in his presence. And giving thanks to him. We can do that at church. And I think um, we at times all feel this and we know that it isn't good when we our eyes are somewhere else when we come here on Sunday morning however we venture into our workplace and we are faced with the same decision we can choose to worship the lord in our workplace or we can worry about the decision the boss made or what one of our co-workers uh, did to us or the deadline that we have and we can miss the opportunity to worship uh, God and give thanks to him in our workplace. Um, Again, I ask where are your eyes? Are they on lowly things, or are they on heavenly things? Um, um, how is this possible? I'm I'm running out of time. Uh, how is this possible? Um, uh, how do I? How do I first reflect God? Also, how do I? Uh, immerse myself in God in the workplace? How do I draw enjoyment from him? How do I do all these things? Let me say, in and of yourself, you can't. Um, you, you, will, you will never find joy in your efforts or your uh, competing or your you won't find joy there in uh, people see that kind of competition, or and it doesn't breed joy in other individuals. How can how can you? Um, one of my favorite verses, and I'll wrap up with this: Ephesians uh, two one through ten. And this is a. This is a verse that I uh, absolutely adore. Um, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which uh, you used to live uh, when you followed the ways of this world and the rulers of the kingdom of air and the spirit of whom that is at work uh, in the world. Um, You were with him were uh, disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our uh, flesh and following the desires uh, and thoughts. Like the rest, uh, we were by nature deserving of wrath. This is all of us at one time uh, before we knew Christ. This, This is... We were, uh, it was the zombie apocalypse. We were all walking dead. Um, um, verse 4. But because of God's great uh, love for us, God, who was rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions uh, and sins. It was by His grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms uh, in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might uh, show his incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved, and through faith, and is not of yourself, Uh, it is a gift of God not by works, so no one can boast. So the picture is is he plucked us from death to life, and it wasn't about us. It was about God's grace and his mercy that was shown to us. That is how we all came into spiritual life. But on day in, day out, this is how we continue to live. This is how it is possible for us to reflect his glory because his grace is always with us. And when we miss uh, his, the mark of reflecting him, his grace is with us. It isn't us that uh, in our uh, bodies that can make this possible. It is only a gift of God that makes this possible make us reflectors of him. Um, to finish off the verse. Verse 9. Not by works uh, so no one can boast. For uh, we are God's work, handiwork. Created in Christ Jesus uh, to do good works. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. God has work for you to do. And he's already said it before you. And prepared a way for it to be done. Day in and day out. All we need to do is depend on his grace. To depend on him. For it, for it to be accomplished. Um, I've, uh, I've been called simplistic at times. And I, and I am. I like to keep things simple. Just a simple question to wrap us up. Um, Is God in your workplace? And in the things that you do and the things that you say, do others see God? Um, Very simple. Uh, question something for you guys to think about let me pray and we'll uh close lord i just uh thank you and praise you for today i thank you that you give give good gifts i thank you that uh, your grace is never lacking uh i thank you that you have called each of us uh to yourself lord And I pray that day in and day out uh, in where we work and what we do, I pray that we can worship you and reflect your uh, worth, Lord. I pray that you would move mildly in our uh, body uh, to do this, Lord. Thank you. Praise you in your son's name. Amen.